What is going on, guys? Thanks for tuning in to Kev the Coach Experience. Kev the Coach here. I coach driven nice guys through breakups. I help you rebound your life by discovering your truths and your purpose, building your confidence, understanding women and relationships. You are in the right place if you enjoy self-help or drastic improvement in your personal relationships and professional life. And I'm happy to have you here. If you're a return listener, please rate and review Wherever you're listening on, uh, that feedback means the world to me, helps me grow this podcast and share this podcast with someone who could use the advice. A uh, couple news updates. Hope you all had an amazing 4th of July. Um, and we got our group trainings every Wednesday via the Superior Man course at 5 p.m. Central Time over Zoom. So this week we're covering purpose, how to discover your purpose, your truths, how to get closer to what you really want to be doing in life. Um, so if that sounds interesting to you, send me a message and I can get you an invite. And for today's episode, we have Ed Lattimore. Um, as you can imagine, if you've been following me for a little bit now, this is a really big um, guest to have on. And it was an honor. It was, a, it was a privilege to be even able to have that conversation. It was a big moment for me personally and professionally. Um, but besides all that stuff, the accolades, whatever you want to call it, it's amazing content. Uh, I believe it is. I'd love for your guys' feedback after you listen to the episode. But if you don't know who Ed Lattimore is, um, like his personal background, you know, he grew up in the projects. Um, he was raised by a single mother, you know, obviously an amazingly, incredibly difficult upbringing, um, fought his way literally and figuratively um, into a professional fighting career in boxing author, you know, started writing, became an author. And, you know, I talk about this in a little bit of the intro, um, really successful social media. Um, he's really, he's got really good writing skills. Um, he's just, you know, his content and his overall brand is very on brand with what I, I talk about in the superior man sort of ideology. So I'm going to stop talking and let you guys enjoy the episode. Let me know what y'all think. And I love y'all. Take care. So welcome to the podcast, Ed. Uh, we just uh, just kind of met each other via social media. Um, just to give him a little bit of an intro here for, for those that don't know Ed. Um, obviously, pro boxing career, did pretty well for himself, 13-1-1, and one, um, transitioned to an author. He's actually writing during all that. Um, and my man's a little bit of a scholar, too. Graduated uh, top of class in the Army, um, BA in physics. So uh, Man, that's cool. I, I didn't know you knew that about me on the... Um... On the BA in the um, talk about a class in my my AIT class, I had no idea because I posted a picture about that a while ago. But like, so a while ago, that was you know it's funny, man. Tom Floss, I graduated from AIT in in uh, December two thousand thirteen, so almost seven years ago. That's nuts how much your life can change. And, and I... <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Like I'm looking at your background, I was like. You know, I've seen how much success you got. You got a big following on Instagram, Twitter, too. And your, your books are doing well. And I'm like, he must be doing this for a while. I mean, but that is a while. But it's crazy, like, how you're right. It is quick, oh, man. It's quick, <laughs> right? 2016. Wanna, I, I talk about, I think about this a lot. Like, it's funny because uh, um, we were, me and my girl at the gym today. And a um, and, I, and I, was, I looked at a memory. You know how Facebook does memories. And it was... We 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 went and saw Taming of the Shrew at the uh, at the local um, 
kind of Shakespeare in the park is what they call it here. And that, that was also the day we did some berry picking. I was like, wow, like that seems long ago, but that was, uh, that, that seems so recent, I guess was what I was thinking, but it was only four years ago and it's crazy. But yeah, when you put your head down and you're, you're busy doing stuff and working and you have a purpose, uh, yeah, yeah, things can change a lot. Like, like <laughs> dude, it's not even uh, comparable where I was to where I am now. Uh, you know, we're, we're just going to use that that time point of 2013. When you know, since that's how we kind of moved into this conversation, uh, 2013 when I graduated from the army and I did that, and I went to the army because. I needed like one. I had a, a trash resume just in general, but I also I uh, was like, oh, I'm gonna go back to school and prepare myself to get a job. This was before. This was way before how I think now, um, and <laughs> and so I was like, the only way to do it is to just get a higher paying job and everything. But you know, I didn't have a high paying. In fact, what I was doing at that moment you know the army's paying you when you go you come out i got a job as a bank teller when i got back um that was like i think they were paying i want to say 11 but it was probably 10 dollars an hour that that mm. was about right and you know started going to class and training and and you know doing a hard thing and, and it was a very hard thing some there were some days i was just like what the hell am i even doing this for oh, okay that's right because one day I'm gonna be 35 and I don't wanna be a loser, which was <laughs> this dude. A lot of people, a lot of people do not uh think about the future. Like they they they, they think about it like they know it's kind of coming. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't really project themselves. We're we're very bad it's at this. It's very hard for humans mm-hmm. to do it. I found out. Like like it's not a nat- in fact, that's like the thing. That's well, one of the things that, that separates us from the animals, and that we can look at um, a, li- a a bunch of variables, and we can make a plan to deal with contingencies plus what should happen. We can do that. Animals can't do that, right? Uh, that's one of the things that makes humans unique. But we don't even do it that well. Like most people are not very good at it, which is why most people don't do it. You can see it in everything in their life. Yeah, like they're not, they're not really like that's such an amazing point, actually, because I think a lot of people who are in this world, they quickly judge themselves on like a year, right? That, what's that quote? It's uh, you yeah. under underestimate what you can accomplish like in 10 years versus like the one year. It's like, yeah, we overestimate what we can accomplish in a year and underestimate what right. we can accomplish in 10. And that is, that is like quintessential human it's like or, you know I, I say it another way i say uh you know because you want it quickly you're never going to get it at all and that is you know people people look at people like, like we'll just use going to the gym because that's a very easy visible example and one that anyone can accomplish just working out you you get your nutrition in order and you start hitting the weights and everything and a lot of people don't stick with this because the results aren't instant but if you if you just if you ate at a slight caloric deficit (laughs) for 30 days and went and lifted to lift it you know um and and got some kind of motion i know you're not supposed to lift every day but let's say like you lifted every day but it was light and you took a walk your body would change and that's not a long time that's one month 
but people can't stick with it because after one week they're like what's wrong the scale only moved a pound and they're like or, or not at all because they don't understand what they're looking for and it's the same with with these you know i think about my degree and there was a time it was like right around 2015 2016 ish right where i was i was too far in to even remotely think about quitting or doing something different but I wasn't far enough to where I could like see the finish line. And that's the worst place to be because then then you find out how much you love what you're doing because you, you don't have the initial boost of, oh, starting something new and you don't have the motivation of all I got to do is get through it. Like, no, you're in there in the process and you're learning and working through it. You're really doing the hard work. Same with fighting, same with building a website, same with writing books. Like they, everything follows that kind of trajectory. And a lot of people would never, because I really feel like once you get to the middle and you, you accept that this is, because that's what it is, it's an acceptance. You accept that this is not going to be a particularly pleasant thing, but the outcome is what you're after. I, I think you can stick with it, but, you know, there's a lot of distraction. People are not trained to, to do things long and hard anymore. It's a very different world. Yeah, you, you finish on, like, such a, a point that I definitely want to talk about today because, like, you know, I, I coach guys going through breakups, you know, we're talking about masculinity, we're talking about kind of like building discipline, right, in their lives. And a lot of the guys that I, I got that I'm coaching, uh, they don't come from like these big, um, nice schools or anything. They're usually lower on the totem pole when they're getting started. So um, you mentioned like, what is kind of this one thing that like, if you were to give them one attribute, one value they could stick by that would help them start to build momentum and like consistency um would it be discipline like is there certain like it's you know the the that book by angela duckworth called grit you know she summed that up and and if you want to define grit i think i found a pretty good definition let me see if i can get this right it's the ability to persist towards a goal despite temporary uh setbacks or difficulties that you encounter right so implied in that, it's not explicitly said, but implied in that definition is that it's going to take a while and that it's going to well, sometimes, you, 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 well, not sometimes, you will reach a point where you don't see the goal and you're not where you were before. You're in this, this darkness and a lot of people, instead of pushing forward and just going to the other side, they regress back to what is familiar, to what is comfortable. So... To, to give someone like one blanket overall arching piece of advice that like won't get you what will, will keep you out of trouble and make help you make the most progress is you want to develop grit you want to develop your ability to, to persist in the face of difficulty and that that takes a lot of that that, that takes a lot of faith that the outcomes you know still going to be worth it but it takes a high pain tolerance um I think people don't have a pain tolerance anymore because, <laughs> not because, you know what, it, it, it's real easy to say that people are getting soft. And I don't, I mean, from, from like a pure outcome perspective, sure. Uh, one cannot argue that if people could put up with a little more, they'd be a little better off financially or health wise in our relationship. But the bigger, I think the bigger problem is one that we don't talk about enough is how many distractions there are. Like, like I've got to fight this. When I'm sitting and writing and, and my brain goes, you know, we could be watching some shit on YouTube right now. Like, 
nah, man, like we got to stay focused. When I'm working, you know, it's not so hard working out because that's, I mean, that's a, a lifelong habit. I'm saying, mm-hmm. plus the gym, if you're doing it correctly, uh, there isn't really a chance to be distracted in the gym and go do other things. But, but like people today date like it's fast food. It's like, all right, this person, this person, uh, we had a small argument. That's it. Time to bounce. Instead of working through it and realizing that, like, you're not going to like the person most of the time. I mean, I want to know you, you, you'll like the person most of the time. But what I, what I tell them, <laughs> I say, I like you like 80% of the time. Now it's like 85%, right? That 15% you learn to navigate. And it's not even really dislike, it's just, it's the fundamental differences that occur from being a man and a woman and, and two people with completely different backgrounds clash and figuring things out and a relationship is built navigating that space right so this, these are these are the things i mean this is how it goes you know if, if you can remember that it's going to be unpleasant and you can can just stick through that in pursuit of what you're trying to go after long term uh be able to knock it out yeah man you mentioned a lot of uh Awesome stuff, but I I did want to talk about because I know you mentioned a little bit in your content recently, kind of like against the grain a little bit of maybe your own way of thinking, which is like you know grit, suffering, like go through the grind. Like so, where in your head now you you've been through a lot of suffering, like in your background and everything. Oh, like uh, yeah. you you know what it is. Like where is this threshold where it begins to be like okay, now you're just hurting yourself. You know, like there's no progress. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you, it it takes the hardest person or there there are two ways to look at this. You can go to the hardest person to be honest with yourself or the easiest person to fool with yourself. Both of those more or less mean the same thing that by virtue of trying to self-reflect the, the image gets distorted. Okay. And what you have to work on constantly is being able to have a clear image of yourself and be able to perform accurate self-assessment that's the if you can perform it the more accurate your self-assessment is the more likely you are to to do good things and Mm -hmm. if you can't and and if you have to get in the ballpark like it's not accurate it's inaccurate much better to err on the side of being too hard on yourself than too easy okay so if you if you're able to develop that skill then you can look and and see, okay, is it time to call this quits or am I just being a little bitch, right? Well, what should we do? That's how you know. But if you don't have accurate self-assessment, and people are really bad at accurate self-assessment because a lot of times that means um, that means facing weaknesses that you you perhaps haven't even accepted exist, or or, you know, facing a weakness that everyone else believes is a strength. This is one of those things I encountered uh, with when I, when I got sober. I had to admit that I was not uh, in control. I wasn't doing things right. I had to go, okay, this is my issue. This is my weakness. I'm a loser. My life is not going according to plan. Now that I've, you know, admitted that to myself, now I can calibrate. But imagine if, I, if I'm lying to myself and I start to believe my own lie. If I say everything is going well, so I'm, I'm one big fight away from, from breaking this thing open and being the man. Uh, I don't need school, whatever. I don't need to work on myself. It's all good. Yeah, well, who knows where I would be? I, you know, I actually think about this sometimes and it's terrifying. Like if I, you know, certain decisions, Damn. I had made them 
and and, I, and the reason I made those those decisions is because there were moments of accurate self-assessment. When I went to the army, it was right after I had a moment of accurate self-assessment where I said, this is embarrassing. I'm 27 and I am working for, it was 9, 28 an hour at, at T-Mobile and I can, and my, my buddies let me stay on his couch, not on his couch, but he had a room in his house and let me rent the room for $200 a month because that's all I could afford. That, you know, some people will lie to themselves. I was like, this is terrible. I'm losing. I'm, I'm better than this. My ego is not matching up with what my actual life is. And I'm not about to adjust my ego, so let me go adjust my life. That's accurate self-assessment. Same again sober. I go, okay, every time I pick up the bottle, I end up causing some problem that I got to navigate and deal with. And it's only a matter of time before my friends uh, get tired of this. So let me put this down. It's only a matter of time before I, I go to prison. Let me put this down. Accurate self-assessment. A lot of people lie to themselves. Well, what is, what is the first step in AA? You got to admit you got a problem. Mm. That's why you can't do anything else if you don't admit that something's wrong. And there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, application in that across other uh, areas of your life. Yeah, man, that's uh, that's powerful. And and, and for people that don't know uh, your background, uh, Ed's background, he. You know, he went through a lot of struggle, right? I mean, boxing, like the sport of itself, is a struggle, right? You're going into the, you're going into the battlefield, right? Like you're going into a battlefield. Boxing's miserable. <laughs> That's what I mean. What you're doing right now, right? Probably is like it's like cozy compared to like get People, preparing for a fight. Everyone, you know, but every now and then someone will ask me, "Yo, why'd you quit?" I'm like, "You don't understand. <laughs> you don't. You just don't get it." Uh, and because because fighters never ask me that question. They know. They yeah. Especially someone who fought pro, they know, man, this is a terrible. It's the what a Doyle Brunson used to have this this quote. I don't know if you know who Doyle Brunson is. Doyle Brunson is, is a great poker player, one of the guys, you know, a Hall of Fame poker guys. And he used to say, "Poker is a hard way to make an easy living." Okay, what I've said about boxing is that it is a hard way to make an even harder living because you you don't. It's the worst of both worlds, okay? Uh, it's the worst of the nine-to-five world. And what's the worst part about that? Well, you got to work a nine-to-five. Someone else controls your time. Uh, I got to go to the gym when my coach is at the gym. If, if I got to fight when they tell me there's a fight, I got to end on top of that. Once I got signed, I got to now I got to fight a certain amount of times, and I got to be in the gym a certain number of hours, right? And my salary is capped, Okay. So I can't make any more money. I'm just, that's the worst of that. It's also the worst of the entrepreneur world because what's the worst part about the entrepreneur world? You know, ain't no certainty, right? I have one month, unfortunately, this hasn't happened in a while, you know, but you have one month where I make, I knock out 15 grand, another month where it's 500. Now, now you know, that shouldn't happen, but that example, that variance is not uncommon. And if you're not, that's that's rough, you know, you got to develop a certain number, a certain amount of skills to deal with that alone. Okay. Most fighters ain't got them skills. Fortunately, I did. But uh, that's why it's the worst of both worlds. You got the uncertainty of entrepreneurship and that I don't know if, when I'm, if I'm going to be able to fight, if my opponent's going to make it, how many tickets I'm going to sell, whatever. And then I got the, but I'm still locked in like I am an employee. It's a lot closer to the music world. But yeah, that, that's a, that's a terrible uh <laughs> And I mean, I'm really happy I did it because it single-handedly changed many aspects of me and my life, but I would not 
Oh, like, like if I had to do it all over again, like right now, I'd be like, nah, nope, nope. <laughs> life, life is too good. Now I still train and I help guys out. I still even spar with guys, but I will not. I, I am, I am so past the point of wanting to devote the time and energy it takes to get ready for a uh, competitive fight. And and mm. what it, and what I stand and now I have shit to lose, you know, like like cognition. But boy, I didn't care about that before because <laughs> because you know I started fighting when I was twenty three, yeah, and, then, and I had literally nothing else. Now I kind of make a living with my mind. I'm gonna, I'm gonna slow down for a minute. On top of that, uh, even and I actually don't buy that there's that much brain damage in the first place. Uh, but I don't want a concussion. I've had enough of those from fighting. That's miserable. Um, I like my free time. I like being able to travel whenever I want to. You can't do that when you fight. And I'm fortunate. I'm a heavyweight, so I could eat whatever I wanted to and still can't. But traveling, though, it's not happening. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I hear you on that. I hear you on that. Well, I didn't want to skip up on uh, something you said earlier. I mean, the, the self-assessment piece, which is like, like you said, it's, it's immensely difficult for a lot of people to properly gauge like where they need to improve, like and a lot of it's self-image, like ego shit too. Like they, they can't yep. see it. Um, so when you were going through this period, like, and it was just a lot of really low moments and it's like, you're facing the truths, like any specific tips for like someone who's like, they just are confused, right? Like a lot of guys that work with me, they have emotional confusion. We talk about spirituality as a piece to like introduce to their life to help them like access some of the truths they've not really been understanding about themselves. For you, like, what kind of helped you during this self-assessment phase? I mean, was it was it just a you had to kind of just kick in the ass, or was it well, just? Well, well, no. I mean, the the story I tell people. You ever see the Matrix? Oh yeah. Okay, <laughs> so there's that there's that scene when they're taking um they're taking uh Neo to meet Morpheus for the first time, and and he's like, oh right, and right before he had that that dream. Where, where the agents put that bug in his stomach. Right? He thought it was a dream, and then Trinity breaks out that machine, sucks the bug out, throws it out, and Neo's like, fuck this, man, I'm out, right? <laughs> and he's about to run, and Trinity uh, stops him, and he's like, uh, she's like, yo, you don't want to do that. Uh, and he, she go, he goes, why? He goes, because you've been down that road, and you know where it goes, and you know you don't want to be there, right? And it's, and it's great, it's great direction, because the, the camera pans down this dark road, and whatever, right, dark alley, and he, you know, he gets his shit together, calms down, and gets back in the car. That is so similar to what happened, is is I looked, um, I remember I used to just say, I mean, I'm gonna be, I said I'm 28, am I gonna turn 33 with more options or fewer options? And I didn't like the options I had, I wanted more options in my life. And so, uh, I, I started doing things to gain more options period mm. uh and you know that for me that was enough i mean I, I i just didn't i hate feeling limited right and and for me you know if, if i was the age i am now and i had the same uh i don't even like i don't even I mean i don't want to say i don't care because because that directly leads into the next part <laughs> but uh i'm not even that enamored with all the people who follow me what i really uh, like is that that affords me the ability 
to live a life of freedom and that's always been a high goal for me is freedom intellectual freedom physical freedom that's why i mean i, I mean i probably work out in fact i mean i, I know I, I i know the numbers i know i work out way more than a guy average guy my age and uh probably a bit more in general you know independent of age so uh that's so i can stay healthy and stay free and be the best i can be that's always been important to me and money's a really big important goal like like um you know, like guys are always, you know, we're always, we're always interested in assessing ourselves in the ranking, right? Because that's what dudes do. We put <laughs> things into a ranking system because it makes it easier. And, and I could never accept, you know, okay, I can get myself into great shape easy. I can learn how to, how to be a, a great conversationalist. I can work on my mind as well. So not only do I know how to talk, I have things to talk about. I can do that as well. And then there's the money part. I got to make sure my money's on point. That's the hard part for a lot of guys because money is just a son of a bitch to work mm-hmm. with. Like, um, because it usually, because, because to build your money up, it's usually a conglomeration of other parts of your life. Very rarely does one just stumble into a, uh, a six-figure sales job with no sales experience, okay? You know, you got to go learn sales. You got to bust your ass probably selling phones for nine twenty-eight an hour with a commission that kind of thing. But but once you get it together and that that's where I find I mean you you work with guys directly, you know. Um <laughs> you, you get a guy who comes to you who's 30 years old and you know all he's been doing is taking minimum wage, driving Uber for the past 10 years. That's a hard that's going to be going to be very hard because you, he has nothing of value to give to the world. So he's got to spend at least a year getting some value. You know, and, and whatever that value is doesn't really matter. I mean, with the, the the notable exception here is if you got a guy that like did some time, and those guys, you know, now man, the internet is great. People love hearing prison stories. You get a whole prison, <laughs> prison workout. But but even that's an entrepreneurial mindset. Like to be like, oh man, I went to jail. Here's how I overcame it and dealt my mm-hmm. time. You know, not everybody can do that. So uh, that that's that is. That mentality I had of wanting to always be better and not being satisfied, where I, st- I still have that mentality. I mean, now, now granted, I'm I, I'm not even going to like exaggerate and say I'm I man, I'm getting up, killing it like I was when I have shit. No, because I don't have to. <laughs> you know, it, this is look. I, I I effectively work a work day now, as weird as it sounds. I, I you know I wake up, go do my gym stuff, practice some chess, practice some Spanish, start work right around 11 p.m. or 11 a.m. Uh, work till about 6 p.m. That's good, and you know whatever I get done in there is what I get done. But but that that's because I for for years was was busting my ass to to have the um the knowledge the connections and really the stories and experiences to build a farm mm. build something that people care about and like and are interested in. And that's what it all comes down to, man. That that time, that time again. Put the time. Mm. Mm. See, that's an, uh, an amazing piece because I know a lot of people think they gotta work like, you know, they, they gotta go to bed at 4 a.m. And, and get up at 10 a.m. Like so for you <laughs> I, I love the idea and you tell me if this is this sounds like you live this life too it's like it's more about what you get done in the hours you're working you know like 
How focused oh. is it? Yeah. Well, like I was telling you, you know, before we, we started the mm-hmm. podcast, that it's it's very easy to fall into I don't you know, I can always do my work, right? It's very easy to let I think it's <laughs> yeah. Parkinson's law, take over, where you have all this time effectively. Yeah. Every task fills all that time, so you're always busy. It's a it's the next level of discipline and challenge to go, okay. I'm a, I'm gonna be in here from eleven to five. Let's get a lot done, and so I can mm. go out and live my life. Mm. Okay? That's challenging. That's the hard part. Mm. Do they buy like a lot of multitasking going on, where it's like people can't get one thing done really well because they're just they got a bunch of shit. Well, I mean, I, I can only speak to my weaknesses and what I've had. To sure. Uh, for me, you know, there's always. There's always distractions. For me, my distraction tends to be chess, and I have to control that, you know, and and put it out to the side and get work done. So I would just structure my chess like like school now. That's how I right. So I'm not just sitting there idly playing, and I can get work done. And somebody else might have a different distraction. Uh, maybe theirs is Netflix. Maybe it's chatting on Twitter. Maybe it's checking IG. Who knows? The point. Is that whatever your distraction is, you gotta you have to figure out a way to kind of box and compartmentalize it off. You don't want to get mm. rid of it because that's part of you. I mean, right? I, what I would do if I didn't play chess. So instead, I, I set it aside. I almost make it a reward, but in, but really, what I've done is I've turned it into a skill, and then I treat it like a skill set, a thing to do when I'm not working on on my main method of earning money. Mm. I love that, man. I, I want to change pace a little bit because um, you were raised by a single mother, man. And, and like I work with a lot of guys who didn't have a father figure, at least like around a whole lot. Yeah. And, you know, they, they see you and this would be like inspiring for them. They listen to this podcast and, you know, we're, we're all about masculinity. Right. And I think you embody it, obviously, to a, to a T there. I know you're a humble guy. I can already tell. But, um, you know, the life you've built and like the discipline, right, the routine, the like the work you put in like what can you tell to a guy who's like trying to embody a little more masculinity a little more of that energy so he can you know meet a woman that he, <laughs> that he can like lead you know what i'm saying <laughs> okay so i'm gonna give you like the i'm gonna give you the hammer for the nail and you know the whole hammer hit thinks everything is the nail right if I could, and I say it like that because this solution is going to work for like 99.9% of guys, right? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming the general age range, whatever, it should work for most guys. But for those ones that don't, we'll talk about the general principle behind that, uh, behind that one. So take a fight. Train to fight for two years. And, you know, I'm not saying be a pro. I'm just saying make to turn it into that. That's your new hobby. You are now training to fight. You, you know, whether it be MMA or boxing, it's got to be one or the other. Not no Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Uh, <laughs> not no wrestling. No, you want to go get punched in the face. Like, if, you, if there is no chance for you to be punched in the face, then it don't count. All right, you got to be a chance for you getting embarrassed by getting knocked out. That 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 do we go because that's going to introduce a new level of stress, and training, and emotional development. Mm. And as you learn to manage that, as you learn to keep pace, a bunch of other things in your life are going to change. Okay. 
that like fighting if you, if you if you took the average guy who ain't never been in the ring probably don't have a lot of athletic experience in general and you go okay you go to find an amateur club and you start training and you you go in there this is what i did i told them i'm here to fight i'm not here to, to, to work out you know i'm not here to kill time i'm i'm here to devote i didn't know how far i could go what i could do mm-hmm. so i'm here to here to devote my time to the craft all right so that um that will handle just about everything you ain't in shape boy you're not for long you don't have confidence well we'll see about that when you got to go you know fight in front of a bunch of people because all sport even because sparring fighting is all done Mm -hmm. one-on-one right everyone's looking at you uh don't have emotional discipline well you all you'll get it Otherwise, somebody <laughs> will be ass. You, know, you don't have self control and discipline. You you gonna have to have it. Otherwise, you won't get hurt because you got to train. You got to get control of yourself. You got to train your emotions. You know, you think about this. And and I'm I, I think I I still have the I still have the instinct because I, I do something different instead of what the average person does. Mm-hmm. If I you know flinch at you or something or like act like I was gonna hit you, most people are gonna jump back. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm like, cause I, cause I've trained so much. I'm gonna slip forward and try to like get out the way while I try hey. and that's just the reaction response built up over time. Do you know how different that makes you up here? You when when danger comes, you try to get around it mm. to be in a position to attack it, as opposed to get away from it and not look at it. That's what most people do. All right, so that is why I recommend fighting. If you can't, for whatever reason, fight. And and when I say you can't, you know, you're going to have to be, like, handicapped. Right. I'm thinking about, like, all the the situations are, are like, decrepit. You know, Mm -hmm. like, the kind of guy that, like, if he's coming to you, you know, and he like he like seventy. You can be, you should be like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, you about to die? Go hang out with your family. Like, what are you doing? Like, I can't help you. You you are old, man. Like, so outside of those guys, so that, that's what I said. That 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 should work for like ninety nine percent of guys, man. And and you know, and what's cool about that is there's no theory, there's no uh, lecture, lesson, whatever. The outcome is what you're after. Mm. through a process as well that's outcome and process and just by trying to achieve the correct outcome and putting yourself to the correct process your whole mentality and mindset gets changed unlike weightlifting you know you can't bs yourself about weightlifting or numbers no you either we know real fast uh if you have been training or not mm. whether you know it whether it be because you know you you get hurt easy or your cardio isn't there or mentally you're not you still mm-hmm. you know fighting fighting reveals every man's weakness mm. like and then it forces you to fight through it so that's why I would I would recommend a guy spend at least I say two years training amateur and that is that is a very reasonable commitment. Like think of I me, mean, people people devote their entire effing their entire effing free time to a Netflix series or, or going out, you know, making time to pick up women or try to going out or and I think about if, if there was one thing I could go back and do younger, I would have put so much more time in, into everything that was not related to chasing girls. <laughs> like, yeah, like like if I could somehow like go back in the time ship and talk to 
Like, 24-year-old me, I would be like, just be celibate to your 30. And then, <laughs> and then, because it wastes a lot of time, man. And it, and it keeps you from doing what, what uh, is going to allow you to ultimately have, you know, whatever choice and whatever you want. That's an interesting take right there. Like, you know, just, I mean, obviously I, I, I preach kind of the same thing, right? It's like, stop chasing girls, you know, focus on your purpose. Like I'm, I'm all on that too. Um, that's super funny though, that you're like, man, if you would have just, when you were younger, I mean, obviously it's good to have experiences, right? A lot of yeah. them fuck and, you up. Yeah. You know, the, the whole idea what, what, what I say to a lot of people, I say that the whole idea behind learning, you don't want to learn everything the hard way, right? <laughs> because you know, you might not survive long enough to read yeah. the lesson. So let's see what you can learn vicariously. So mm-hmm. a lot of things you can and should learn vicariously. For example, like, like I, I, you know, I ain't got to learn. I shouldn't kill a guy. Like, yeah, because because you make that mistake once. That's it. <laughs> so I mean, conscious forever. <laughs> well, you know, even still, I mean, you know, you don't go to jail for the rest of your life. Right, right. So, but, but, but that's, you know, an extreme example. We can use some even smaller, like you ain't got to learn uh, not to have, un- not to have unprotected sex, but like mm-hmm. meet in the club. Like that mm-hmm. probably like, that's not something you should, you should learn by um, <laughs> first-hand experience because, because the outcome is going to be so disproportionately bad and punish you. You, you're not going to get a second. I mean, you might get a second chance. Probably not. Between between child support and you thinking about killing her because she she crazy, you ain't gonna make you know you're done. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I always say too. Like you don't have to. I've said this in the corporate world too. Like when I was, I remember I was just I always felt this way. Like you don't have to experience something to learn like not to do something. But there's a lot of people that would be like, no, 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 no. Like you know, like I learned by only experience, and I'm like, that's. And I'm kinda... like, look, man, <laughs> I'm I'm at the point. You know, overcoming a lot of nonsense, it makes you, it makes you very, it, it does too. The, you know, it's like, it's like, instead of like a, a bell curve, uh, it, it splits it into two valleys in the middle. I have zero tolerance for most average mentalities and behavior. I, just, I can't mm-hmm. deal with it. Yeah. But if, but if somebody, but, but in that split, I'm really patient and I'm really not patient. And it just depends. Right. If 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 I got a guy who's like you know he's like twenty two and twenty you know your early twenties are an interesting age because you think <laughs> you've been alive long and you don't know shit but you don't you, you you quite like like you're you're the easiest person to fleece at this point you think you know but you don't know a thing okay and you tell me you got to learn everything by experience I'm gonna I'm going like probably be a little patient with you. Cause, cause I, <laughs> I understand where you're at. Yeah. Now, if you like thirty something, I'm gonna probably hear that once, and that's it. Yeah. Because, because the the mere fact that you've gotten this far, because because you know we, we, <laughs> we used to have Darwinism, right? You know, technology's taking care of a lot of that, but we used to have very real, permanent, lasting irreversible consequences to, to stupidity and don't, right so if you but so the, but 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 it shows up in other ways right 
And you got to look at what a person is in their life and if they're willing to listen. You know, if, if a guy says, you know, I got to learn everything by experience, and you explain why that's a bad idea, if he gives kickback, the older guys, the less likely I would be to uh, entertain that. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, like, let's put it like this. I had a, I had a guy who, um, I guess, I mean, his whole situation was like he was living at home, and and had a had a you know trash degree because it was easy to get, and and smoked a lot of weed and thought he was going to be a competitive video gamer and always went out and uh, and tried to like pick up girls, but but surprise surprise, <laughs> even though he played guitar girls didn't want anything to do with them or whatever and I, and I and I the advice I gave him was to fight but that was not the first piece of advice I gave him I gave him a few other things I said you know put the weed down don't don't do the video games instead you know make, mm-hmm. make you know take your training a little more seriously that you're already doing at the gym uh move out of your mother's house immediately he took that to me moving to his cousin's house and i'm like well not not his cousin's house but like his aunt and mm. so son of the parent <laughs> and so and so when he asked me again i said look man i'll 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 do i'll give you a counsel but it's gonna be like five times more because you're not wasting my time mm-hmm. <laughs> you know right he ain't like that, so I never heard from. Him. I hope he's doing okay. But mm. but the thing is, like some people just like like that they want. They're hoping that you're gonna co-sign the easy answer. They're hoping that you're gonna tell them something that's like super yeah. profound. And the reality is, man, most of this shit is not profound. Don't learn things the hard like like if you can, don't learn most things the hard way. I, mm. I'm not even gonna say there's some like like yeah, there's some things you're gonna have to figure out. Like, you're gonna have to figure out how to deal with getting your heart broken. Like that's just mm-hmm. how it's gonna come. And hopefully you figure that out when you're relatively young and you ain't gotta navigate like going to work and shit, right? So th- those are things you gotta you gotta you have to figure that out on your own. You probably gotta figure out how to manage um like, like you probably gotta figure out personal finance almost by definition on your right. own. You, gotta, you know. But like a lot of this stuff, man, if if somebody no matter what tells you who is in a position of, of success, that, or at least that you like, that you don't have, and they give you a piece of info, you got to be like, yo, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> why Why not? What is what is wrong? Um, I just, I can't figure it out a lot of times. But no, I mean, I do know. People are very committed. They're more committed to their story. They want to be able to succeed within the, without getting a different story they would they would mm. but no you know you whatever you're doing now and have been is clearly not working right by definition of yeah. being here with me right like, clearly it's not working so let's let's discard what you're doing and that takes um i think i think people can even I mean you you do with this a lot i mean i think people will pay for coaching they'll pay for this but well, that's the hard step. Like, like that's that like the, the real thing. They could like they they wouldn't need to pay for coaching if they could do that one thing. They could go, what I'm doing isn't working. Let me do something. Right. Right. Self assessment. Yes, exactly. Accurate <laughs> self assessment. So instead, they they come to a guy like you, and 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 I hopefully we get them to that point of self assessment. That's the the goal. That's the plan. Because no matter you could tell somebody all day you are an asshole. 
right? <laughs> but until they look in the mirror and go, you know what? I'm an asshole. Like, they won't do anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They have to realize it themselves. Like, that's, that's like, a big thing about the work I do is, like, you can see me in my bio. It's like, I'm, I'm trying to help these guys realize their own truths because, like, it comes from an ego perspective if I'm going to be like, you got to do this and that, you know, under my sort of vision for what I see for you. Or like that won't work. You know, it's like, I have to find a way to get you to see like your own truth. So it's like this methodical conversation, introducing some spirituality to their life. Right. uh, But you're totally right. It's like, they, they have to realize it themselves. And I've, I've noticed with, I had to fire clients, you know, I've had to like tell people like, I can't, I can't work with you. You're not going to put it. There really comes a point. Mm-hmm. Or you you look at somebody's you know situation you go look bro I I can't do shit for you like mm-hmm. I I like I I would love to be able to but you yeah. don't understand maybe right. smoking crack for six months and <laughs> you know like that kind of thing but it's actually like a good thing to do is give give them something right that they can show you hey I'm disciplined enough like that other guy you're talking about like you're like hey well like go take the gym seriously, do this and this. And then if you do that, you know, we can maybe, you know, then we can talk. talk. Yeah. It's, it's still going to cost you five. <laughs> but, but now, you know, there is a lesson you shouldn't have to learn the hard way, but most people don't do that. You know, they don't, they don't, they'll keep telling somebody the same shit. Uh, because that's the really cool thing too, is like when you, if, if you're doing a good job and you're confident in your work and, getting good mm-hmm. results you don't have to take on scrub clients which is mm-hmm. cool you can go i like i can't do anything for you or you're going to be too much of a headache that kind of thing mm-hmm. all right uh because a lot of these guys you know i'm 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 not i'm not as hopeful about the future of men as maybe some people i'm not as depressed about it either i think <laughs> I, uh, I think what i have is is a very well not very I have I have an assessment based on a large sample size, and I think the general conclusion is that most guys uh, are going to, whether it's by force or by by selection, they're going to be forced to kind of settle in their life, and. And the, when I say about force, and everyone goes, oh, man, we always got a choice. Sure, we always have a choice. But you have to evaluate the system with which, and, you know, within which you can make the choice. Like, it's not it's not realistic for me to tell somebody, oh, man, if you want this, 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 you got to go to this country. Like, man, let's, for whatever reason, maybe he can't get there. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can't, you know, be, maybe he can't work remotely, that kind of thing. I don't, I don't know. But, but you know, that's just the play of the modern world, and I think ultimately men have to figure out how to navigate it in their own personal way. But but the first step is first is, is self control, is ta- or rather taking control of themselves. Mm, yeah, I mean that's essentially the embodiment of, of masculinity, right? And like that's something I talk a lot about, um, and we talk about it a little bit. It's like, and I, I kind of want to ask you, like, for someone who's been through struggle, and we've talked about like you know, maybe you wouldn't put yourself in that same struggle. You know, it's like this like weird thing, right? It's like, I wouldn't do it again, but like the skills it brought me. So maybe you got some dude who's he just had a cozy life. You know, he hasn't really had a lot of someone to kind of push him 
push him around even, punch him in the face maybe, right? Like, so you're saying like you bring on fighting in your life? Is there is there like maybe some other tips or anything like that for... I mean, you got to go do something difficult. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, imagine if you get to the age of 20, which is like right when most guys are even thinking about moving out, and that's if they move out. You get to the age of 20, and you haven't, you haven't played a sport. You were an okay student. You spent most of your time fucking playing video games, man. Like that's what you that's what your thing was. Video games and probably pot. Like that's where we at now. Like Netflix. You like you're not equipped. You're not you you don't have now, if you don't want a guy to play the sport, that's different. But most guys don't play sports. Right? I, I, uh, sports are great still. Not, and it ain't yeah. gotta be just boxing. It's just that's the, the believe it or not. Yeah. Want to get into uh, <laughs> when you're not in school anymore? I mean, I guess you could go learn how to play in a pickup league, but but the guys who are playing in a pickup league are so far ahead of you. And it's just like like it's weird. Pickup basketball is, is is this weird kind of hobby. Like everyone who's good at it, who plays it, they're like good. But uh, <laughs> but um no. But the the whole idea is you got to find a way. To really introduce something hard into your life in a, in a safe manner, you know, I if, if you're not going to, if you're not going to fight. I mean, I don't know, go to the military or to the Marines, I guess. Right. Like no matter what, like this is the thing. There is no way around facing something difficult to make you better. Mm-hmm. It's just how do you want to do it? And there aren't many things left fighting the marine corps yeah and 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 notice i'm not listing purely mental disciplines uh, like sure you can go get your go go get your electrical engineering degree that is mentally challenging you will have not developed any social ability and you will not have developed any physical ability meanwhile learning how to how, you know the the ability to march freaking 50 miles on, on, on no sleep yeah, you're probably going to figure out a little bit about your emotional toughness. May, you might not learn anything in terms of intellectually, but at least we're hitting two areas. And then the, 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 they, they train you in so much in the, in the Marines either way. Uh, but but you get the idea that I'm, I'm leaning towards. There has to be something to push. the Because here's the, here's the reality. Most of us ain't smart enough to make it in a, to make a real dent in this world. We ain't smart. I mean, computers are taking over everything. Mm-hmm. Now, it is going to be who has the ability to communicate, and that you know that's a really important skill. Mm. Can you keep yourself healthy enough to even enjoy this world? Man, eighty percent of people in the United States are overweight or obese, and they ain't all built like me. When people go, "Oh, BMI is a terrible match," I'm like, bro. I always say one, most of them ain't built like me too. How many people have you met that were obviously overweight, but the BMI came back like normal? Like, no, it it works for most people. Right. Uh, cut the shit, you know. <laughs> so, so like when we when we see that, like literally four out of five people, man, are out of shape. And the average income is like, well, not we want to go on the average income because I actually don't like that metric. We'll go on another metric, which is I, I put together an article about this. Something like like sixty percent. It wasn't that high. It was like it was fifty ish percent of Americans couldn't survive a thousand dollar emergency. Like if you suddenly need a thousand dollars or something, like like the, that's yeah, man. 
and 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 and, and we're the richest. Look, man, we all we we got a great cost of living relative to how we live. There ain't no reason for any of this. And and you know there are lots of things that contribute to this lack. But one of the things we can absolutely do something about is how we live in the world, how we approach it, how we deal with it. Mm. And that that only we don't have hardship, and I'm sure that is. Um, not sure I know that is like mm-hmm. a big a big contributor. So go fight, join us. Yeah. What else can you do? I mean, look, I'd even look, I and and I I'll I mean, maybe I'm biased. I like running a little bit. Go run distance. You know, you if you turn yeah. into a freaking marathoner, <laughs> that's hard. It um, is, yeah. Let's not pretend that that's not difficult. It ain't getting in the face hard. It ain't mucking through the rain and and cold and being, you know, and training that, that hard, but that's hard. That forces you to dig deep and, and realize that uh, most of the problems in the world aren't real problems. Mm. I think that's one of the best things that the fighting ends up teaching you. Most of these things, you know, you, you can deal with it. It ain't going to kill you. Mm-hmm. You just you just persevere and get through it. No one has that. People think, yeah. maybe, you know, the, the, the average kid is, you know, spending their time coming up on screens, playing video games, not really socially interacting because you can just DM people now. And it's a, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a weird world. You have to go out of your way to find these difficult challenges. Yeah, I think that's like the moral of that that point. It's like, because if you didn't like, you know, you just weren't skilled enough at a certain sport to play past high school. And I think even playing in high school, you go through a lot of difficulty yes. at that young age. I mean, definitely can, right? Like whether you're wrestling or playing, like I played like soccer and baseball, basketball, pretty like mainstream sport kind of guy. But uh, I, I loved, I mean, some of those workouts, I still remember to this day, I was like, damn, you know, like. Oh, dude, I, I, I still remember the first. It was like one of the first um, two-a-day football practices in high school, and and I'm running the sprints, and I had never pushed myself this hard, and I, I cramped up. I could I was I was bad cramping the whole day. I had to go back to practice the next day, though. You learn a lot about yourself breaking through these situations. Yeah. So I think it. Yeah. yeah it's super important, man. It's super important. Like whatever you're gonna do find something that's going to push the boundaries. And usually what they say is like at the beginning, you need someone to like help you find that like clips and, and oh, often, for sure. Yeah. And like, I think even, even like me, like right now, even though I've been through some of the craziest workouts in my life, like I would still like to go to the gym with someone else. Right. Because I know that person, like we're going to hold each other accountable. Like, you know, we're going to make sure we even go harder than we would if you're by yourself, but that kind of thing like, you know, if it, maybe you, you know, maybe you did like, I didn't do Greek life, you know, I was a college, college athlete, you know, it's like, I think Greek yeah. life is, is just this fascinating thing. It's like, I like a lot of people that went through it. Um, but it, it obviously compared to like some different journeys, it doesn't really introduce, it does introduce a lot of interesting social. <laughs> oh, sure. Look, man, look at the, at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Social dynamics. If you, if you, if you learn how to do I find that a lot of people want a guarantee, okay? Mm-hmm. Here is the, the problem with two of the three areas that people need to develop, right? Uh, mentally, there are, there, there, there are guarantees. I mean, the, 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 I think this is why you get a lot of really smart guys going to, you know, not just for the financial benefits, but for the 
for the um the guarantee. There's a guarantee way to work out a program or to, or to build something mm-hmm. or or to um develop an algorithm. There there are these are guarantees. When you get into the physical realm, not so much. At least not very measurable in terms. At least not not immediate, right? It's more delayed. Like here's the input, here's the output. You know, work for for work for a year, then you see the change. It's gradual. People are comfortable with that. So there's that gradualness. It's not an instant. Do this, get that. The social area is not only that, or rather, it's not as severe. But now you're dealing with a balance of probabilities. I say this thing, and it should make eight people laugh. Uh, one person won't care, but that one person might freak the hell out. <laughs> and you got and then you got to deal with that and navigate that. And it's like, well, I thought this was going to work, but it made this person, but it worked for other people. So it works eighty percent of the. You know, the, these things are are not guarantees, and the and, and chasing guarantees is, is almost a guarantee to end up with an unhappy life. Yeah, that's a really uh, good way of putting it. Chasing guarantees. Um, there's something kind of just that doesn't push you, right? It doesn't like offer you that obstacles. I, I really like that. And that actually kind of, I, I want to talk to you about this uh, red pill, blue pill. Like I, I watched your video on YouTube and I, I was like, damn, like this content, like it, that was in 2019, I, I, like in March, I think, but but that content, you wouldn't even know would have been huge for 2020, 2021, right? Like, cause the advice is like, obviously how to operate in a world where you're seeing things uh, from the red pill, right? Versus whatever. So I actually want to form a question out of that, a couple of different questions, but the first one would be um, like, how, how do you deal with, like, so, so you basically you swallowed the pill, right? The red pill. And yeah. um, you're, maybe you're one of my clients or something, right? And you're taking this stuff in. Um, how do you like still maintain like, hey, like, it's really hard, right? Like, you, you feel like you know things. You do know things, right? Like, you see truths that other people don't see, right? It's like this right. weird thing. Um, how do you make sure you're still being respectful? And, I mean, obviously, part of it's just being a good friend, right? But, like, <laughs> how do you manage all this? Well, you have to. So, so the biggest problem is that people think that because they know a thing, they got to tell people they know the thing. Mm-hmm. And, and what I say is, you know, stop doing that and instead start. I told you so. <laughs> or, or more, more importantly, start right. doing something with your knowledge. Right. There's this, you know, and we all fall into this trap. You know, let, let's say you, you find out, we'll use a concept. We'll say you find out about hypergamy and you go, okay. Um, all women want to like just want a guy that's better so she's going to leave you dude and it's crazy and you should know this and you just say that over and over again and people just get tired of hearing it whether you're right or wrong it doesn't matter because usually these things come out with a bit of vitriol because it's discovered no one no one happy discovers the red pill right so it usually is is delivered with a bit of vitriol when the reality is here's a better way to deal with it. Okay, so you know this. Why don't you just make yourself into the best guy you can be, right? Kevin Samuels has a great quote that I, I've I've really taken to heart and it goes, her hypergamy can't outpace my ambition. That is speaking that that is a quote that sums up doing versus 
pontificating, mm. just gonna sit there and talk about it. Like no. Mm-hmm. And if you and if you start living your life that way, where you take advantage of this information and you use it, and you know people, part of this is experience, right? You know that if you tell somebody something, they're gonna they hear it, right? Mm-hmm. Like like you can't you can't wake somebody up; they gotta wake themselves. Yeah. Uh, and you just can be there to to console and help because they're really your friends. Then you you start to live a happier life, but I think a lot of the unhappiness, a lot of the difficulty comes from God's thinking that because they know something, they have to tell everybody else about it. Isn't like kind of co-signing, you know? Whoever's gonna, whoever's gonna, whoever hears me is gonna like sign on. I'm I'm guilty of doing it. I, I did it when I when I first learned this stuff, you know. Uh, so so I know that trend, but I also know that the I also know that the benefit. Or rather, the, the the best way to deal with it, but I, I would have got a lot more out of it if I had just executed based on the ideas instead of just talking about them. Mm. And that's what hit home for me because um, you know, we had a lot of like just tumultuous information, the media, you know, and I, I try to, I know I saw you, like you try to stay away from it. I don't know if it's still to this day, you're staying away from it. But, oh, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. Because, because so much of this stuff is just, it's... um toxic man people aren't coming through the conversation with good intentions with the best intentions mm-hmm. i'm not I, and and i don't have the time or the energy to kind mm-hmm. of deal with and navigate that so i'm not going to you know exactly that's a like that's a lot of, of yeah um like what do i win what like what do i gain out of it like like every hour in your day should have some value you should start getting to a point where you ask mm-hmm. yourself, how does this benefit me? Mm-hmm. What do I get out of it? And if you can't answer that, you're probably wasting time. Yeah. Okay. But because can't is won't, right? Yep. But that means you see a solution, you you got the answer. You're like, oh, I don't like that. Or you know, you're just trying to avoid that question. Mm-hmm. Once you go, okay, what do I get out of this argument? You really stop having them. And that, that's why I treat, I think that's one of the reasons why my social media does so well is because I, I just don't bring that, that energy, man. Like, and, and anyone who has it, I am very quick to. I'm not as quick as I guess I could be or should. Be. <laughs> but but I I don't I don't dig it, man. It's not. It's not. Yeah. Good. There's definitely an energy about it that's just like not pleasant. You know, it's like whether it's like the hyped up red pill energy that you talk about, or like the political like wokeness, like or or I guess the opposite, where you think you know everything, right? It's just it's an energy of itself that's just not pleasant <laughs> yeah so, so i i just try to not you know engage in it but to the to the idea though one of the reasons why i'm able to do that is because i'm more or less uh have more or less have figured out that uh, i can't change people if a person wants to change, they'll find me. They'll talk about, it. or they won't, and they'll do it on their own. But like, yeah, it's not, it's not a, um, it's not a big deal for me. Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah, I, I think uh, when it comes to like the friendships piece, and just like when you when you start to embody this information, it's like shut the hell up, right? Just use that information, execute, take action on it, but don't like impose on everyone else. That's just a waste of time. It's like, I mean, if they come to you and they want. Like they're really genuinely open and like I, I want to know how you're doing that or whatever. Yeah. That's maybe a good time. But otherwise it's like 
is companionship. It's friendship. Like let that value be what it is. Don't try to compromise that friendship for you wanting, you know, right. Exactly. Like, because, because at the end of the day, like that's not, you know, Aaron Clary always says, man, and I, I say it too. People are the most important thing. Yeah. Start. (sighs) Yeah. Each, each relationship has a cost and a value. Mm. And the idea is the value exceeds the cost. When you start making it about something that has nothing to do with your friendship, then you increase the cost, and pretty soon the cost is going to exceed the value. And mm-hmm. the person is going to go, I'm going to now distance myself. So what did you win? You lost somebody that was actually on your team and your friend. Uh, for what? So you can feel right. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't feel that. Or are you? Yeah. Just, I don't know. Or, or one of the big things I'm learning being on social media and being visible is you miss out on a lot of potential great relationships. Yeah. Because this is your identity. So this shuts you down from other people who they really ain't about that. How how important is this? This is one of the things that I try to express. I just wrote a newsletter on this and I, I talk about it uh, constantly. Like, how, how, like, what is the value of your opinion? Like, like, like really <laughs> put, put a value on it because that is what you need to be able to be willing to walk away from our, our, our losing opportunity costs for you to express it. And people have a really hard time with that idea because it sounds like I'm telling them don't have an opinion. I'm not saying that. Whatever mm-hmm. you do, first, have your opinions. But I'm talking about when you voice them, consider what it does. Yeah. And and once you consider what it does, consider if you're willing to pay that price, not just in real, but opportunity cost. One thing I figured out real early in this social media game, uh, almost by accident, is that opportunity costs is, pr- is worth a lot more than real cost. I would like, like, I'll, I'll lose people knowing that I'm opening myself up to a new audience. In the- mm. and they're like, that's not even a, a question because this, this thing we have, uh, Twitter, what does you say? Twitter is, th- and that's one of many, but this thing we have is connected to like 390 million people, many of which are in, in incredible positions of society and they mm-hmm. don't care. So you got to think, is this opinion? It's one of the reasons. This is one of the big reasons. Well, well in general, I don't, I don't want to in, infect my mind with politics. But yeah, really, I don't talk about politics. What do I gain? Well, like, like, what do I get? Let's say I have an opinion. I want to put out what I think about the, the president. Right. I want to talk about who I'm voting for. What do I gain by putting something in my bio? What do I gain by by showing my support? Hey, look, man, that's what they, we used to. I'm old enough to remember what we used to understand that talking about politics and mixed company and public was bad form. We used to have that rule because we understood. Maybe they, maybe it wasn't that aspect. Maybe it was because of the, the adversary on the mm. But But there certainly has to be part of it. You know, if I mention that I'm XYZ or I think think ABC, then, then now for absolutely nothing, I have ruined a potential relationship. And some people might argue, oh, but you're getting rid of people who think differently. Yeah, sure. But if that was the point of contention, but everything else would have been all good, and all you had to do was shut the fuck up, like, life be all good, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, 
there's a there's a lot that goes into it, but but TLDR, man, think about the value of your opinions, and and more or more importantly, think about the value, or more more specifically, think about the value of of expressing your opinion to company you're not aware of, or if you know that they ain't gonna like it, you know, mm-hmm. get out of it. You get you get to feel honest. I'm not holding my tongue. All kind of things. Like great, good for you. I'm gonna hold my tongue, and I'm gonna make some more money while you. You you be you be, you be broken opinionated. There you go. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. That's just the truth. Like it's uh it definitely you gotta hold your tongue, right? At times and just be and disciplined. It, it, yeah. It's a maturity thing. We, yeah. Because because a lot of younger people don't get this. Mm-hmm. They think that there is something magical about being able to say whatever you want. And I'm like <laughs> you can't really maybe maybe that's maybe maybe the idea is so natural to me because where I came from, you couldn't do that, right? Uh somebody might whoop your ass. So you had to be like <laughs> Yeah. You had to be aware of what was gonna come out of your mouth. I love that theory where it's like, yeah, I mean, like you used to not be able to just talk shit. You know what I mean? Like you'd have to say it to someone's right. face. <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and I think, you know, based on what I know. And let me try and like, I figure I got my first smartphone right before I moved to LA. So that would have been 2009, but they were already out for a little while. So we'll go 2008, I graduated high school in 03. So that means somebody who is, wow, six or more years younger than me might not have an experience with smartphones in high school and someone who is, 10 or more years younger they just grew up everything was social media so if you're Mm -hmm. younger than 25 well 26 if you're younger i'm 36 if you're younger than 36 then you then this is a foreign concept (laughs) i had somebody i kid you not i'm not old by anyone's definition no maybe like maybe like i 12 and even then they'll be like like an old man Somebody, I said, I said, I made a tweet about this. I said, you know, I'm, I'm old enough to remember when we we didn't talk about politics and religion and mixed company. And somebody, mm-hmm. like, wow, man, how old are you? And I'm like, what the fuck? like, what? <laughs> Chris Rock made a joke about this, man, like in, in, in his in his comedy skit back in uh, I think it was Bringing the Pain or something like that. But point is, man, times have changed. People are not. One of those, one of those cons. Technology has a lot of pros, but one of those cons, along with it, yeah, is that it's removed a lot of the cons, the natural consequences for actions that we used to temper. Mm, yeah, man, that's the truth. I feel like uh, I remember when I was a kid. I'm 27, but I do remember when I was a kid. Like I think we would go. Oh, so you were right on the cusp. So you I know. Basically, so what? 27. I'm 36. Who are you? What are you? 96 or 94? No, no, 93. 90, well, yeah, 93. 93. Okay, 93. Yeah. So your birthday hasn't passed yet. No. Yeah. Actually, shit. My birthday's coming up, and yeah. So right, I, was, <laughs> I was like, my math is pretty good. All right. So it's okay. So you won 93. So that means 93. So that means when you were when you were just coming in the, to to school, like we'll say, like first grade. Yeah, I was in high school. And then you shouldn't have been on social media. We, but we didn't have, we were using Amos right. Messenger in high school. Right? I don't even know if you know what that is. <laughs> oh, I know. I was using AIM. I was on AOL. AIM. Yeah. So, that was how you shot game with girls. <laughs> yeah, that, that stuck around for a little while. But, but this new thing, but that means by the time you got got, got to high school, so what, what are you, class of 
2012. Well, 2012. No kidding. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah. So that means class 2012. Plus, I'm like, I remember my life in 2012. That's very, I was 28, right? So, uh, that is that's interesting, right? I think it's crazy. Audrey and Twitter had just gotten started and everything, you know, uh, or no, they had not just got started. They were around for because I've had my account since no, since twenty twelve. So all right. Well, twenty twelve was Facebook. I think Instagram. I think yeah. I think Instagram came out right on Snapchat. Like it was like Snapchat was. I think we had Snapchat right. in high school, maybe, but uh, no, I mean. There's all kinds of cool, crazy things. <laughs> but, but the whole point of this yeah. is that there is a very big, like, like, there are people who are adults now, like, and well, uh, this is going to sound weird because it's coming from me, so <laughs> too, but just imagine you're 36. There are people who are adults now who never, ever use the phone with cords or wires into the wall or anything, or wires, mm-hmm. you know. They were landline, but yeah. you know, like never seen. Who don't know a world without wireless internet? Yeah, right. Yeah, like, you, you, you're telling me you had to have a wire. Yeah, man, you can still use it. No kidding. That's what that's for. Yes, that's what that's for. Right. I had one of my students. I made it. I, I showed. I, I said, "Have you ever even seen a VCR? Are they like? Do you know what a VCR? Is? <laughs> yeah, I've seen one, but like." We don't have those. <laughs> like, 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 I was like, oh yeah, in an antique shop, right? But but it, the the world has changed so quickly, and has removed a lot of. And this is one of the things I, I always talk about, and, and this is relevant to everything we've been discussing, is that there used to be a rite of passage and a difficult thing you had to do if you leave, you even wanted to talk to a girl, you had to walk up to her, you had to ask her for her phone number, you didn't get to slide in a DMs, right? You couldn't even text. I mean, because there was texting for a while, but you, but but you still needed to get the phone number. So all of that you couldn't do. Okay. Then you had to call. You probably had to talk to her father. <laughs> and he, you had to be nice to that guy. You had to deal with that. And you had to talk to him. And then if you wanted to go on the date, you probably had to go. If you, 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 I don't even know if you pick her up, maybe, but but probably not. <laughs> so that's, that's three levels of exposed communication where you have to, to get what you want. You have to to appease the guardian. You have to face your fears and deal with your courage. Right now, you know, slide in the DM. You're probably I would I would guess you're probably a weirdo if you ask for a girl's phone number now. Like like, because now it's like, oh hit me on IG, hit me on Facebook, whatever, right? Um, all those things. The social proof. The social proof. Everyone wants social proof now. It's like, I mean, it's that's a good benefit to have for a lot of reasons. It's like, who are you? You know, like you're not some creep. Oh yeah. Yeah. But like well, how often did that happen? <laughs> how often were creeps just showing up <laughs> randomly? Like, no, it's, it's yeah. one of those things. It's it's, it's it's not a real threat, you know. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I have like one uh one more like legitimate uh, I guess. And I have like a fun thing I want to ask you in a minute, but uh, um, around this kind of topic, like dating in your twenties and um, you know, I'm in Chicagoland area. I oh, spent a lot of time in Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, li- I like Chicago. Um, and you know, dating, like a lot of my guy friends, like, you know, or maybe the ones that are like my clients in the group um, dated, like there's, there's just, I'm sure you probably noticed like, there's just, I mean, especially right now and what we've seen the past couple of years is just like, a lot of social justice warrior type girls, you know, you look at their Instagram bios, they got all this stuff going on. Like, um, it can be a lot of girls that are really tough to date, you know, like, especially if you're a masculine guy, right? Like you've probably seen out there, these young girls, like, 
yeah. <laughs> they want a soft guy sometimes. You know what's funny, man? Because it's not like I'm completely cut off by virtue. Right. Of, I mean, like I'm not. I'm not like out there like chasing or interested. Totally. Like, nah, but but by virtue of my very unique life. Yep. Um, I'm in fairly regular contact with with, with girls in the the early twenties range. Um, so so it's not like I don't I don't I'm not like unaware of what, what's tracking, but but, I, but I'm curious what the question will be. <laughs> no, I know it's just like I'm since I'm in the space, I'm so hypersensitive to it. So, but um, no, I mean, I guess the question is like, you know, I I don't know if you've dated any women like this or you have experience or you have advice for guys who like are trying to like still live this high value, like masculine lifestyle, but they're surrounded by women who I personally met them. I know guys have met them that like are trying to bring them down a notch or, or, um, man, okay, look, here's the thing. Um, and this is where you got to decide how important it is to you Mm -hmm. because, because for first, first of my experience, you know, I've been in a relationship now. Shit. I mean, put it in perspective i didn't even have a tinder not because i'm against tinder but i just I, mm-hmm. it's not after i was in my relationship um so it's been like what is it 2021 well, well, okay yeah like like nine years okay nice man so, so yeah it's just a good time man I'm, I'm happy you know find somebody you gotta find somebody who you know deals with your shit you <laughs> and, and and on top of that you know like like i tell her all the time i like her and and that's way more important than I have to like live. I love that. And I want to go do stuff. And it's a lot easier when you like them. Like it should be like a friend you're attracted to. That's what you ideally want. And that's that's kind of how I like I look I look at uh, my girls. It's a good time. As far as like uh what to do in that situation, you gotta decide how important it is to you because what's what what you're likely gonna have to do in this in this world now is is if you don't want to deal with that and what comes on with it, there are there are still pockets in the United States where that ain't cracking. Yeah. Right. And and a lot of those are you know you you go to your red cities. Is is weird mm-hmm. as that sound. Now now granted you got a, you got a different you get a different kind of zealotry, but like if, if you have to choose which which kind you want to deal with, right? You certainly have a much smaller chance of encountering it in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, than you do in San Francisco, California. <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's just the reality. Yeah. So, but before a lot of guys, that's going to be like, okay, how important is it to me? You know, like I think about what I would do if I were, if I was single today, and I would probably, I probably wouldn't live here. But that's just because, well, no, I'd still live here because I'm helping my mom with stuff, and she's she's getting there. So, so mm. at the very least, I'd hold a residence here. But one of the things that I do. Is is we have, in, I mean, between Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, I would just, you know, be be a skis on there, right? <laughs> but what I mean is, like, I'm looking, looking, find, look and see, and then you know, find a reason to go visit, you know, check out the city, and go. So you're gonna have to spend money. That's why I say you got to decide how important it is too, because the reality is, in this day and age, at least in the mm-hmm. United States, for sure. If, look, man, if, if you think like me, but you live in, in freaking like, it's a good example, but you live in like Seattle, you probably going to have to move, man. Like, that's just, <laughs> I know, man. That's just how, that's just the truth. And there's nothing uh, wrong with that. 
but like <laughs> you, you gotta uh but you gotta decide i mean how important is it how important is it you know so if 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 it is important to you yeah don't be afraid to move don't be afraid to to and, and don't be afraid to move because of that at the right. very at the very least um because you might move to you who knows right but that's if it's really important if you just want to casually date then it doesn't matter like like mm-hmm. it really, like it really doesn't matter if you just want to casually date you know you avoid right. extremes and and you know because the extremes will you know I, i've learned people people approach this shit the way like gang members do when you're in the wrong area and they come up to you and be like yo where you from cuz like you sure you lying to me where your people stay that kind of thing that's how people approach like vote and they're like yo who you vote for you sure dog <laughs> I mean, like it's that kind of thing. Now that any any person who brings that up in the first, you know, yeah, really everyone today is is problematic, right? Yeah, but uh, they're not all on that extreme, and and you certainly put the numbers in your favor if you move to places where where more people think like you, however you think. Yeah, and that is the the short answer that i mean that that's not even a short answer that is the answer yeah and there's just no getting around it or the other solution is play the law of large numbers and you move to the biggest city you can which you know right now uh what new york city la chicago philly basically the top 10 to go there that's a pretty because there's so many people there yeah uh, that you have a good chance of, of doing it or of meeting people different, but cities tend to lean a certain way, and, and with that comes a certain mindset. So, so ultimately, yeah, you're just gonna have to make sure that you're. This is why I, I don't remember who said it, but but until you're making a certain amount of money, a guy, you probably shouldn't really be thinking about dating. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And, and the reason <laughs> the reason why is because you're just not gonna be able to to leverage your position and this is a perfect example of that com- of that concept if you can't um you can't go where you want to go right and or rather if if let's pretend like your perfect match is 2000 miles away but y'all follow each other on on the gram and facebook always interacting what do you what, what, what you want to do how, how you gonna facilitate that? Really? Like that's the one. That's a, that's the one for you. Hypothetically, let's just say that. But but you you are tied down, or you can't afford to fly out. You know, because I'm not even saying make the big commitment. But you you know you you get a ticket across the country. What are we talking? You know, you you book it in advance. Main cabin. You ain't got to call ball. <laughs> At most five hundred dollars round trip. You know, and you know the first few times you go, you get a hotel. But then you go, you you know y'all like each other enough. Uh, so, but but that requires means. When you don't yep. have the means, you are limited. Yeah. And you have to force what reality imposes upon you, as opposed to imposing your will upon on reality. So. That's facts. Yeah, I guess like the combination of I mean, you just gotta move, um, and you gotta have the means like to do it to do any of this stuff. Um, yeah. Like have, yeah. That that's that you know because because you probably don't have have this um, hang up just by virtue of the era you kind of grew up in. And I would imagine even younger has it even less, but right now um, we, there, there are guys, you know, my age is like, 
well, I got to meet somebody at the local bar. I got to meet somebody at a, doing a local activity. And I'm like, yeah, that worked. <laughs> uh, does that still work? Sure, but now you gotta. You, now you have to hope. Now you're playing luck, right? You, you, you're you're hoping that they have uh, similar values, etc. Meanwhile, if you can like, we live in a beautiful age. You pick and choose literally around the world, man. And uh, and so so there's no real local market anymore. It's all yeah. All it is is global, and the players that can move and push shake, you know, take it globally. So that's where where I think a lot of guys are going to have the real happiness at is, is is playing on the global market. That's true, man. I like that a lot. Um, I got just like one uh, like kind of funny question here for you. Okay. <laughs> Any interest in knocking out one of these YouTubers? <laughs> oh man, you know. <laughs> If somebody, if, if they came to me and, and said, we'll give you, what are you, what, 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 what good boy maybe If you'll make like, if they said you'll make like 750000 fight, right, okay. Now it's different. Yeah, I'll I'll go put myself through eight weeks of camp, you know, for what's likely going to result in, in a net gain of like a hundred to 200,000 followers and, and, you know, three times the amount of money. Sure. <laughs> I but but other than that, but 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 that's because of the right. I I think I personally think what they're doing to the sport right now is what the sport needs. Wow, awesome! Because you know, here's the thing: decentralization, the idea of the they're mm-hmm. not being the network that handles it, but rather uh, the individual and his followers. Right. Boxing's kind of always been that model anyway. You can't survive building your local record if you don't if you can't sell tickets. You're into being fed to somebody's B side and hope you're good enough unless you come mm-hmm. would be good enough. All right. All these guys did was take their following and go, watch me fight. Yeah. And that pisses a lot of people off because, <laughs> because they see they didn't do the, they they didn't face reality. I always understood how money is made in boxing. I knew it had nothing, not nothing, but I knew it had very little to do with my skill and with and more about how much I sold. Any any fighter that's ever got to sell tickets for his own show, no figures that out, right? right? And so I'm looking. I'm like, these guys are fucking brilliant. That's all. I mean, all it is. I know, man. Let's look. Who cares if they become like they get a legit title shot? Who cares that because all they're doing, look, it's not like hardcore. Well, well, that's the thing, they're, they're big enough to where uh, they're bigger than boxing, right? So, but they're not boxers on the outside and they're coming in. So, what they're doing, they're bringing a whole new, fresh set of eyes and interest on the sport. Now, if these guys have any kind of any kind of intelligence and leverage, the new guys come. If you're already in a contract, you can't do shit about it. But if these guys, these new guys coming up, my contract, for example, when I signed it was for five years. If 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 I was signing right now today, remember I, I signed my contract in wow, twenty twenty fourteen, twenty fourteen, right? So a full seven years ago, okay. Or 2015, six years ago. Uh, point is, a while ago, times <laughs> changed a lot. And so yeah, I would, I would be like, no, we're gonna re, we're gonna make sure the very least I have the option to put my own shit on, 
and and I can take a percentage of the cut because not everyone has the technology, right, to, to do this on their own if they wanted to. If a guy like me decided, well, let's say I woke up one day and was like, you know what I want to do? I want to make $100,000. Uh, what I would do is I'd go and be like, uh, come watch me fight, whatever. Uh, here's a link. Buy this yep. for, for $20. Yep. Even if I converted 1% of my audience, we'll just round it down to uh, we'll round it to like 100,000. My audience is, is bigger than that, but I'm making a math simple. If I converted 1% of my audience to spend, you know, $30 on a 30, to spend 30 bucks, that's $30,000, man. I'll tell you what, most fighters are never going to see that payday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you man. know, so, so what he's done is, is really, I think it's smart. I think it's cool. And then, and I'm, uh, I'm a big fan of decentralization. Because that yeah. have to because boxing's needed a a facelift for how fighters and the money is made for a long time. Mm-hmm. They, look, there ain't no pensions. There's no independent bodies that investigate a lot of stuff. There's a lot of backdoor handling. The judging is somewhat corrupt now. Not mm-hmm. somewhat it is corrupt, you know. But but now, dude, it is it is a this this brings a lot more light on the sport. And it brings a lot of money, more money in the sport and attention in the sport, and it's going to force change. And the UFC is next. Because what Dana White did is smart. He learned a lot from what yeah. was wrong. But in doing so, he really capped what a lot of fighters are able to make who are much bigger than what they get paid. Mm-hmm. And, and, dude, it's coming next. Because when the UFC came up, no one's been able to challenge them uh, because no one really has, has thought about doing it, but someone will. They'll Definitely. Create, they'll create their own promotion. Everything's decentralized now. All you need is, a, is an internet connection and, and some cameras. You can get the license and everything, uh, and, and they will put a run on. It'll be somebody that comes on with the same idea. Eddie Hearn did the same, has done the same thing in boxing. All of Eddie Hearn's pay-per-views cost the same as his dad's subscription, $9.99 per month. That's why Anthony Joshua makes like a hundred million a fight. That's why Canelo Alvarez is signed with Eddie Hearn. All it is to do, it is it is changing the game with the internet's doing. And what this guy's done, Jake Paul, and 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 John Bob, Jake and Paul Logan, I think, right, what they're doing. Uh, I'm 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 one hundred percent on board. I, I just you know, and, and and only the only the only people who are against it don't understand boxing. Or they benefit from the way the system is right now. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, I, I definitely um, very intrigued to see what happens with UFC, like how that's going to play out. Dude, I'm telling you, the only, the only reason why no one's come for the UFC yet is because the UFC the curve is, is steeper. Yeah, and Dana White has intelligently built stars. Like he's done yeah. a really good job of that. Uh, at the very least, making it UFC not. That that's a better way to put it. He's done a better job of branding UFC. It's mm-hmm. the point people ask me, "Do you do UFC?" I'm like, "No, motherfucker." It's called mixed martial arts. UFC is just the promotion of mixed martial. They're not the only one. There's you know Bellator, Strike Force, all that shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's just what. But but that's how good branding is. There's not like like no one thinks top rank. No one thinks Dazzin. No one thinks uh, Golden Boy. They think boxing, and that's brilliant. Yeah, that's on the same level. Really smart. People think in NFL instead of football, 
people, but that, you know, hasn't quite happened, and maybe at least not in America with soccer. But but people think NFL. That's how smart the branding is for football. They don't think football. Yeah, and I think the NBA's got that too. But that's the level. But but it won't be very long, man. The NFL is, you know, that's a different story. Um, <laughs> Maybe for a different time. <laughs> yeah, I could talk all day about that uh, that business stuff, though. That's uh, really fascinating. How like the the Paul brothers have like leveraged themselves. Like it yeah, just... like, like they're not. When you look at what they're doing, they're not saying I'm gonna come in and clean up boxing. They're saying, oh, yeah, there's a business model. And fighters, if there are any, now you got to remember, fighters aren't the brightest people. The only the only way you end up on fighting is, is you usually you have no option. Very few guys today are like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go fight. Not not really how it works. All right, instead of if you're athletic enough to make it in fighting, uh, and, and you're not on the gridiron, the basketball court, the the diamond or the hockey, you know, rink. Uh, you probably got a record or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> and if you think I'm lying, go look up some fighters, right? Just, that's just how it goes. Um, but but that is, but but they're not coming in saying I'm going to be these great athletes. They're like, ah, oh, you know, watch me fight. I'll pick my opponents. It'll be entertaining. We'll 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 make it make it look good. And that's what they've done, and they're making so much money. It's 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 awesome, man. I'm I'm nothing but but the, but the biggest. I don't even I haven't even watched their fights. I just understand what they're doing. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> you know what I'm like when it comes to this. I imagine this is how gods feel about Bitcoin, who are against like centralized banking. Oh, like, totally. That's how I feel. Totally about. I should make that tweet, but like, <laughs> that's how I feel about. Uh, the, the Logan brothers. It's the same people that think that that thing, right? They're like, I don't like this. Like, what are they doing? You're supposed to go do it this way. It's like, no, it's all people who want to like attach. Amateur. Yeah, they didn't build themselves up, and and anybody in the game should not hate. They should recognize why this is important. Yeah, and get behind them, but they won't because because people are petty. They don't recognize <laughs> it's it's like business, right? I mean, it really is when it comes down to it. If you can't understand why this is a smart move, even if you don't like their style, their energy, right. or whatever, like if you can't understand that this is an amazing opportunity for them, you're just you're totally missing the point. <laughs> like also they're kind of just like jokesters, you know, they like to just fuck yeah. with people and like, like that's their thing. Like the whole like I got your hat. <laughs> it's like, right. So ridiculous. And they did that just to like troll you know like and that's kind of part of the thing is they just like to mess around and have a good time um which is hysterical <laughs> but um yeah man I, I really appreciate you having you on um it's been amazing getting to know you and uh getting some advice to these guys uh masculinity and, and kind of the struggle and, and discipline and everything um i want you to real quick like plug where everyone can find you Oh um, man, dude, I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm Ed Lattimore everywhere. I'm Ed yeah. Lattimore, Twitter, Ed Lattimore, yeah. Instagram, Ed Lattimore, Facebook, Ed, my website's edlattimore.com. Just type Ed Lattimore and you'll be able to find me. Easy, right? And then the four competences, right? I think that's a good one. That's I my think. free ebook. Yeah. Check yeah. Out. Um, really happy about it. Put it together to answer a question for myself, and then turns out a lot of other people had the same question. So, uh, yeah, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> well, appreciate you coming on, man. Hey, no problem, man. I appreciate you having me.